You are listening to I Doubt It with me, your host, Jesse Dolliman, a podcast dedicated to free-thinking discussion, ideas, skepticism, but most importantly, a good time. Welcome back to the show, episode 32 of your twice-weekly source for news News. and ridiculous comment. I am your host, Jesse Dollimore. As always, my lovely co-host, Brittany Page, sits across from me. And I'm in charge of the smart comment. She is in... Not ridiculous comment. I didn't say we had smart comment. I'm saying we have it, because I give it. You're not in charge of show tags. I'm co-hosting right now. Yeah, it's... Doing my job. I actually shouldn't say co-host. You're vice host. Okay. Yeah, like the vice president. So you're the Joe Biden of the show. Oh, great. I love Joe Biden. Yeah. And he's a handsome fellow. <laughs> and he doesn't have hair plugs at all. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. As always, iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter, that's all I'll say about that. But I will say more about dollamore.com. There is an Amazon link there. We would love, if you're going to spend money anyway on amazon.com, buying a book or baking supplies. I'm sure they sell that. Yeah. We would love you to spend it at dollamore.com. Click on the link, search for what you're going to search, what you're going to buy, and... Uh, buy said product it's just that easy and it goes just a little bit of ways toward recouping costs for the show and and showing your massive support and we would appreciate it very much yeah we would 657-464-7609 that is our number if you would like to sound off and have your contribution recorded for the annals of time and history mm -hmm. we would love to hear from you and it as always, serious. we, what was that? It sounds serious, the it's, way that you put it. It's very serious. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little overwhelming, I think. Yeah, People might be scared away from how about, calling in. How about this? Hey, man. What the? 657-464-7609. Call in. Just leave your opinion on there, huh? That's. Wheel of That is not intimidating. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe Except now. Except for how good the accent was. <laughs> that's a little intimidating. Well, I'm good at accents. What can I say? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, a lot, a lot going on. As always, I say that every single time. Ooh, yeah, a do. lot going on in the yeah. news. It's like you are a um, a late night talk show host who's, oh, we got a great show for you. We got a great show <laughs> well, every night. Well, they can't night. really get up there and say, oh, well, goddamn, looking forward to a terrible show today. We got a couple of B-list actors. Yeah, we got Kesha performing, <laughs> you know. They can't come on and be disappointed about what they have going on. Yeah, that's exactly right. I want Brittany to regale us with a conversation she had the other day with some people. Um, it started with hand washing, and it, it went from there. So, without further ado... <laughs> yeah, well, one of my friends is taking a non-official survey of how often people wash their hands at his work. And he says it's not very many. 
And that's quite disgusting. So I Googled a little bit to find if there's, you know, research on this. Of course there is. And apparently only 5% of people wash their hands for the appropriate amount of time, which is 15 to 20 seconds. And on average, people only wash their hands for six seconds. It's supposed to be 15 to 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. And this was done on 3,749 people, this survey. So it was... A big sample size. Yeah. And so only 5% of people wash their hands for the appropriate amount of time. So his non-official survey is kind of showing what this official survey shows, which is people are not washing their hands after they go to the bathroom. That's disgusting. Well, I've got a couple questions about exactly what his methods are in his non-official role as surveyor. How is he determining this? It's, it's, I have a, there's method to my madness because I know how the creepers in the study you just mentioned did it. Well, I think he's just paying attention to people who come in and out of the bathroom and how much time they're so spending in there, he, maybe even listening to what's going on. So he's, it's not like a, a, a communal bathroom where he's watching? No, he's not in there. Oh, are you sure? Because that's creepy. I don't think he's in there. He didn't say that. Because the people who conducted the survey you're talking about hid inside stalls and watched what went down. Hmm. Yeah. Creepers. That's great. Well, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. It's so true. we continued our conversation to the um, toilet seat covers. Yeah. You know, that you, you pull out of the thing, the little papers that are the, supposed to cover the toilet. The completely worthless, useless toilet seat covers. Yeah. Apparently they are. Um, just so you, just so you know, I also Googled a little <laughs> bit on this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, for those, for those who don't know, and I would assume that's almost everyone, unless we've mentioned it on the show before, Brittany is what my, one might refer to as a my, very mild, but very functional germaphobe. Yeah. I'm not Howard Hughes, you know, tish, tissue boxes on my hands and feet germaphobe. But I'm weary of germs. She is, I would say weary is uh, a conservative estimate. Yeah. So these toilet seat covers essentially do nothing. Um, simply flushing a toilet creates bacteria in the air, meaning that even the toilet paper gets contaminated by germs. Yeah. So if you don't have an open sore on your skin when you're sitting on the toilet seat, you're pretty much fine. Nothing's going to happen to you. If it's visibly clean then it's okay to sit on is kind of the rule of thumb. But, you know, for the germaphobes like me, just hover. Just don't even bother with that. Just well, hover. according to you, there's particles floating throughout. Well, there the is, but it makes me feel better if I just hover, okay? All right. Well. It makes me feel better. So we talked about how these, these toilet seat covers do nothing, and then I got into a conversation about courtesy wipes, mm -hmm. which... Don't think that I came up with this term or that I even knew about it, okay? You know about it, I'm, I'm assuming, because of me. I know about it because of you. Yeah. Yeah. Courtesy wipes. Which, which I have to admit or make the proclamation that you didn't even believe was a thing that happened to everyone. You just thought, I have a dirty butthole. Okay. I for sure think you have a dirty butthole, but... <laughs> I also, I don't think it happens to everybody. You indicate that it's like a male thing. No, absolutely. Okay, because I don't, women don't have I this don't problem. I don't know that I coined the term C-dub, 
<laughs> but I often need to to go take a C dub. It's a bathroom <laughs> break where no excretion takes place. Oh God. No pooping or peeing happens, but something goes on in but there. Residue. It's a C dub. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, residue. It's, it's the same reason that I've never been able to understand how women wear lace G strings. Mm-hmm. Because if I were to wear a lace G-string, mm-hmm. it would be a one-use piece of clothing. Oh. And then it would have to be fucking thrown away. Oh, my God. No, but every... Has listen, this happened listen. with age, or was this when you were young, too? Listen, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have memory that goes back that far. But let me tell you something. I'm not embarrassed about this because every honest man, every honest person listening to this show within the sound of my voice who has a penis knows exactly what I'm talking about. Whether or not they they would care to admit it, they know what I'm talking about. Okay, you know what would solve this problem, I think, is getting, like, Cottonelle wipes. No. Wet wipes. No. No, it doesn't solve the problem? No, it does not. All the Cottonelle wipe does is make it a little easier to finger on my own butthole, which I'm not into doing. (laughs) It just, if anybody who has used a Cottonelle wipe will, well, they will attest to this, that... It makes it just a little too convenient to just boop. Yeah, which slip. means you get it all clean in there. No. Yeah. No. That's what that means. It might. But I would just, listen, if I need it that clean inside the butthole, then I'll just go get a fucking bottle brush because <laughs> it, that's, Ow, that's, no. it's unnecessary to do that much deep cleaning. That sounds like a bad sitch. Listen, it's not moving out of an apartment. I don't need to hire some kind of a 16-man crew to come in and clean the place. I'm going to be back in there shortly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a permanent move out. Yeah. Once I leave the bathroom, I'm bound to be back in there within 15 or 20 minutes. Taking care of biz. Taking care of biz. Having a bad time. A tum time, as one might say. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, when we were talking about the all this bathroom stuff, me, my, my friends and I, um, we also talked about flushing and how the germs go everywhere and you know if you keep your toothbrush near the toilet just so you know you are brushing your teeth with poop flakes i mean there's just no way around that okay i need to god damn i am like the arbiter of correction here i'm like the ombudsman for the program right now it is not poop flakes i'm using inflammatory language on purpose i understand that i'm like dr oz i'm using flowery language we are a show of facts and some opinion, but we want our opinions to be based on fact. At best, it is poo particles. At best, it's poo particles. Okay, it's particles. It is not poo right. flakes. I know. I'm just making... I- imagine if you... Because this is what comes to mind when you say poo flakes. You know instant mashed potatoes? Yeah. <laughs> when you pour those... those Idaho are flakes. spuds. Yeah, that's right. Those are flakes. Yeah. So those are poo mashed potato flakes aren't in the air it is microscopic particles it's the same thing as when someone farts and you smell it you're smelling you're inhaling poop flakes you are it's not flakes <laughs> you are inhaling okay that's what germaphobes see though they see like the they see it they see those poop flakes <laughs> yeah 
All right, well, so everybody knows. Store your toothbrushes in a hidden area. Yeah, do, because you are getting mashed potato flakes all yeah. <laughs> over them if they are not inside some kind of a medicine cabinet. Yes. Or under the sink. Yeah, because those things go spewing everywhere. Or even maybe in the shower if your shower curtain slash glass shower doors are yeah. high enough. Yeah. But they got to be high, though. Yeah. Mike Rowe did a show about this. He's the dirty jobs guy. And he did a thing where that he would go into a bathroom and they would take swabs and measurements. And it was an eye-opening. It was with pee, though. Wasn't that with pee? Pee and poop. He pooped in the toilet and they did that? I don't know. What kind of poop did they use? Well, they, they in laboratory type of experiments, they swabbed everything and to see that there was, I'm not going to say poop again because I'm not a poop fourth flakes. grader. There were there were fecal particles on everything, toothbrush everything inside that bathroom. Yeah. It was pretty pretty telling. Yeah. And pretty gross. Kinda like this opening segment. Yeah. Well, you know what? Everyone goes to the bathroom, all right? <laughs> so it's okay that we talk about Sh it for a second. Should we change the name of that children's book to that? Everybody goes to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not a clinical term. Not everybody poops. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, well, that was a, a riveting 13 minutes. Uh, we were going to move from this, and we were going to go on to a story about uh, the Alabama Supreme Court Chief Justice, Roy Moore. I decided not to do the story. Um, the headline is, Roy Moore's Twisted History. Islam and Buddhism don't have First Amendment protection, Chief Justice says, and then commentary on live chat. And there was a video... There was a video accompanying this article that was supposed to prove that he had said these things. And so in the video, there's it's like a sermon. It's like an eight and a half minute video. And, and there's a sermon that he's giving. And he does say the quotes that they said, but it wasn't about the things they said it was about. So we're not going to do the story. Um, and then Brittany brought to my attention that this often happens, that something comes up in the news or, you know, on websites like Right, right Wing Watch which is a tongue twister, and it happens a lot that, that a headline will indicate one thing very inflammatory, and you're like, holy shit, I can't believe he said that, and then when you investigate and really look into it, it didn't happen. Well, even if you see a headline on Right Wing Watch, and then there's a video embedded in the article, and you watch the video... And they have them, whoever's in the video quoted as saying something, and you watch the video in that article, and the quote isn't even in that video. Yeah. And it's, why is the headline saying he said this, and you're using this video? It, he didn't say that in the video. It's, it's a bummer. And it's, it's, it, it, the right does it, and obviously we're talking about the left doing it now. But here's an example. Huckabee, failure to stop gay marriage will unleash God's judgment upon this nation. I watched the entire minute and 22 seconds, and he did not say that. Yeah. And look, I generally like Mike Huckabee. I think he's a nice guy. I think he's fucking wrong about gay marriage. I think he's wrong about his religion. I think he's wrong about a lot of things. But he didn't do this. Yeah. And there's no need to be inflammatory about the things that these people say because they're, they're, they're nutters anyway. Absolutely. So we the, know they're nutters. Their words are going to damn them anyway. Here's another one. Sam Rohrer warns marriage equality will doom America and bring about divine judgment. You watch the two minutes and 18 seconds of the video, and he doesn't say that. 
Yeah. It's and that's only two examples on one page. It goes on and on and on. So it, what it really does is it admonishes me and and I would hope the rest of the people listening and the rest of America to actually do the re- don't just read headlines. Don't just read the headlines from an article or or a Huffington Post because they fucking do it all the time too. Don't just read the read the headline. Re- read the actual article, listen to the audio if there is audio and make up your mind for yourself what the meaning was. Yeah, and it's easy to see the headlines and kind of have a knee-jerk reaction like, what? I cannot believe that Mike Huckabee said that. Especially if you already don't like the guy. Yeah, and if you lean a certain way and you see a headline that's in a, you know agreeing with you. But that's how misinformation gets spread. And even if it is something that you would want to advocate, you can't because it's not real. It didn't happen, yeah. you know, and you, you don't want to spread that information around. You don't want to spread those germs just like you wouldn't want to spread you poop particle germs. Yeah, poop flakes. <laughs> so we're not going to do that story. And part of this is also just a public service announcement. <laughs> Letting you know that we are doing our due diligence here on I Doubt It. And we are trying to provide you with factual actual information or actual factual information uh, about these topics yeah we are doing the necessary uh background research to to try to give you the truth yeah and you know i it's well one it's very important to me yeah it's and then it's very important to Brittany. there have been times where there have been times where i have spoken extemporaneously on subjects and i see the fear in her eyes that I'm going to, while I'm speaking, she's getting, uh, that I'm that I'm going to say something that's not based very much in fact. And the problem is, is that uh, I'm more, I will shoot from the hip a little bit, but it's based on, I think I make it very clear that I think this was what they said, or, you know, don't take me at my word, because it's just off my memory. I try to qualify those moments by saying something like that, but yeah, we're looking out for you, like, Papa Bear Bill O'Reilly would say. Yeah. No, but we are. Yeah. I, I want what we provide to be the real deal. For sure. Speaking of the real deal, Pope Francis is yucking it up and at it again. Because Pope Francis is the real deal. He's the real deal. He recently has declared that, well, he was bitching and complaining in his Pope way about these different countries a.k.a. the the U, IE, the U.S. Would it be IE or EG? Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the U.S. is obviously, we are on a legalizing marijuana kick right now among our states, and it's, it's gathering. It's like a snowball rolling downhill. It's gathering weight and steam. It's gathering, snowballs don't really gain steam, but... It's gathering momentum, this movement to legalize marijuana, which I think is a, it's a good thing. That the libertarian in me thinks it's great. Uh, I don't smoke weed, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that those who do should not be allowed to. And without the, the reprisal of the law and face years in prison for smoking a joint. But he recently declared that drug addiction is an evil sin. Mm. That's just fucking awesome that uh, anyway go ahead you, you 
Yes, Pope Francis warned on Friday against legalizing drugs, calling addiction an evil, which he said had to be resisted without compromise. Quote, drug addiction is an evil, and with evil, there can be no yielding or compromise, he said in remarks to a drug enforcement conference in Rome. Carried so, no compromise unless it's about raping children. Mm. Then you compromise all over the place. Yeah. Because you don't want your church to have a black mark. Good times. Quote, here I would reaffirm what I have stated on other occasion. No to every type of drug use. It is as simple as that, he said. If we say yes to all of these things, yes to life, yes to love, yes to others, yes to education, yes to greater job opportunities, there will be no room for illicit drugs, for alcohol abuse, for other forms of addiction. Mm-hmm. Mm. It seems pretty sound. Well, it's because it's an evil sin. Yeah. The scourge of drug use continues to spread inexorably, fed by a deplorable commerce with which transcends national and continental borders, he said. Attempts, however limited, to legalize so-called recreational drugs are not only highly questionable from a legislative standpoint, but fail to produce the desired effects. I'm glad that um, Pope Francis is spending lots of time on the internet researching things. <laughs> right. Well... It's nice to know that the, the current pope is also a, an expert in legislative matters. Yeah. I like that he's talking about um, drug addiction being an evil because, you know, when you take any kind of course or, you know, when you look online and you look up, like, the neurobiology of addiction, it just says evil. So he is right. I yeah. mean, there's no, like, he's, you know. He's clearly been studying the science of addiction. Yeah, there's no biological explanation for it. It's just evil. Yeah, when, just you, evil. when you do a brain scan on someone who is uh, a terribly afflicted alcoholic, you don't see any difference in the nomenclature of their brain at all. In the, in the physical structure of their brain, you don't notice it's just the same as anyone else. It just has a big E on it. Yeah, I don't understand. It's just when people don't understand things, then they just start trying to explain it in their own way. We, we have the answers to these questions. That's exactly <laughs> right. No, listen, uh, in, I, I will handle this with kid gloves. I will say that it is just a matter of him not understanding. But the problem with it is, well, there's many problems with it. But one is we do know. We know what addiction is. We can see, we can see the physical differences in the brains of addicts and the brains of non-addicts. We know the genetic deficiencies, if you will. I don't know that you're the science, you're the psychology brain person, not me. But we, we, we've identified these things. We know that trauma, early childhood trauma has a large part, a large role, plays a large role in whether or not someone becomes an addict. So it's not just evil sin, which is such a fucking cop-out, and it's a problem that we need to get away from just labeling everything an evil sin. Because if that's just the easy answer, then we don't do further research to try to explain or stop something. It's the same thing with school shootings. Don't just fucking chalk it up to it being evil. Elliot Roger, these different characters, they're not just evil. They're mentally ill, and we need to do more and more research so we can put stopgap measures in place 
to eliminate these, these types of things from happening. But oh. if you just say it's evil, then, oh, well, that's it. It's just evil. Yeah, and that's the other disappointing thing is we need to look at drug addiction as much as possible as a health condition and not treat it so much. You know, the war on drugs, they're always talking about the war on drugs being negative because it's putting so many people in jail rather than focusing on treatment. And it is a health condition. It's a health problem, you know. Yeah. And they need to be treated with medication or with a structured environment, just like anybody else. The, the, the difference with it is, and I'm certainly not taking a, a Pope kind of a stand, but the difference is that there is a, a level of personal responsibility that comes into play with an alcoholic or a drug addict where it doesn't come into play with another quote-unquote disease like cancer. It's, they have no personal responsibility to contributing to their disease where alcoholism, they do. Once they get sober, then they are in their right mind and they have the responsibility to not take that first drink. Yeah. And if they do, we need to do everything we can to help them out of it, but they are responsible for their behaviors and their deficiencies legally if they do. Yeah, for sure. But I think that's the disconnect with a lot of people because it does involve personal responsibility. You get a lot of libertarian and conservative types who are going to just chalk it up to fuck them, just throw them, throw them away, throw them in prison. And that's yeah. the wrong way to look at it. Well, because there's also people that don't understand that when you say personal choice, you don't mean that it's a choice from the beginning. You know what I mean? I mean, it, right. it is you choose to do the substance. But if you're an addict, that switch is flicked on. And it's completely different for someone who's a non-addict to just quit doing substances. Sure. It's different for an addict. So, And I would say over time, you know, within the next, I don't know, 100 years, we will probably have a solution to the problem. Yeah. But right now we don't. And we need to... And it do, really... We need to do more research. Yeah. It really comes down to, you know, educating them into, you know, what makes them an addict what addiction is and how they can combat it day to day and focus on making the right choices yeah once they get sober you have to just kind of teach them how to think again almost You'll recognize their triggers and everything yeah. else so anyway we're getting into, we're getting off topic a little bit sorry we're getting really into the addiction thing but so pope benedict needs to just shut the fuck up about <laughs> something he knows nothing about yeah it, well, it's just like what did he say also recently Something about dogs and cats or something? Yeah, he said he's telling couples not to substitute dogs and cats for children. He warns Oh, that's right. He want he's trying to get people to have babies. Yeah, he warns that married couples that attempt to substitute cats and dogs for children, he says that that's a move that will lead to bitterness and loneliness in old age. Mm. Yeah. So, is he is he bitter and lonely in his old age because he doesn't have children? Right. He, no, no. I mean, no. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's a good point. The the this virgin, this fucking virgin old man is going to tell me that I must have children, and that if I want to occupy myself and have a pet, yeah, you're bitter. All the people that I know <laughs> who don't have children, they must be bitter. Yeah. And people who have pets who don't have children, they're going to be old. And lonely. Yeah, well, he goes on to criticize couples who choose not to have children, saying that they have been influenced by a culture of well-being that says life is better without kids. Quote, you can explore the world, go on holiday, you can have a villa in the countryside, you can be carefree, 
It might be better, more comfortable to have a dog, two cats, and the love goes to the two cats and the dog. Is this true or not? Have you seen it? Then in the end, this marriage comes to old age and in solitude with the bitterness of loneliness. Yeah. Goddamn. Because... It's so presumptuous. Well, it's also archaic. It's still this idea that women need to just seek to become mothers. Women right. need to seek motherhood. For me... It's not even... It's good. I'm a woman. And... You are I, a woman. When I was I little... I can vouch for that. When I was little... I didn't dream about being a mom. I didn't put the ball under my shirt. You know, I used to hold class for neighborhood kids in my room, and then I would send them home with bills for their parents to pay for me teaching them <laughs> without their permission. Right. I had a lemonade stand. I wanted to build a water park in my backyard. I was businesswoman oriented. I wanted to wear a suit to work. That was like my dream as a kid. Right. And... I still, I, I don't feel that there, I want to birth a child. I don't want to do that. I don't want to have a baby. And that's okay for me, right? Absolutely. But apparently not. According to the Pope, the virgin fanatical Pope, you are programmed, your purpose on earth. God and Jesus placed, <laughs> placed you here with the sole mission of procreating to multiply and be fruitful. That, that's it for you. That's it. Motherhood. Taking care of the household. Nurturing children. You can't serve any other purpose. Yeah. It's And to be subservient to your husband. Nah. Yeah. No shit, nah. That's not my biz. <sighs> the Pope. And, you know what? Not everybody should have kids. That's also a, another thing. We need to get out of this idea that everyone needs to have a family or that the ideal is to have a family. Because that's not everybody's ideal. That's not everybody's dream. Absolutely. And there, I know couples that are older that have no kids and they get to travel and they do all these things and they're not unhappy because they don't have kids. Well, I think a lot of people, listen, I think that some people biologically are driven to have children and they're more nurturing and they're more giving and they're genetically predisposed to having kids and then others there are others who are not who shouldn't be having children who do have children and that's it's a bummer and if you just preach this message that everyone should be having kids because you'll be happy it's not necessarily for everyone and that's also not especially for the aforementioned group like drug addicts yeah it's also not a reason to have kids so you won't be lonely and bitter that's so the right. kids will take care of you in your old age that's not a reason to have kids it's it, like you said you use the word it's very archaic yeah that you have kids so they'll take care of you in your old age yeah that's it's a weird it's weird yeah and it's definitely weird for the pope to be judging people well, he's, From where he sits. He, this Pope is very accustomed, unlike anybody probably since Pope John Paul II, but he's very accustomed right now to having his dick sucked by the media. <laughs> to put it... Uh, wow. To put it classily. Yeah, that was very classy. <laughs> Thank you. There was recently a Time article about him excommunicating, I think it was Time, excommunicating all the mafia members. Oh, what a bold move because it puts him puts him at risk, his security at risk. Yeah, whatever. Ugh. Who cares? What's he doing about AIDS in Africa? What's he doing about the crisis 
the worldwide crisis of his employees brutally raping children. What's he doing about that? I don't give a fuck about him telling mafia members that they're excommunicated. Yeah, I think we can tell that you don't care about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So he's, look, he's stupid. Yeah. He's stupid like every other pope. He's not attacking the issues that need to be attacked with with the power that he does have. Yeah. He has the he has a bully pulpit like almost no other human on the planet and he's not using it. It's it's stupid. Yeah, I wonder if PETA was mad about his comments about the pets? Yeah. Adopting pets, I yeah. don't know. Speaking of stupid, we are going to talk about stupid legislation. Huh? Yeah. How you like that? That was really good. (laughs) So there is an odd legislators in large part, I think, are kind of always just looking for attention. They're looking for the attention that the Pope actually gets. Yeah. And it's no different whether in state in the state government or the federal Congress, but they often introduce bills and legislation that are just completely fucking stupid and also counter to our constitution which every member of congress every member of government in any position of authority at all i think has to take when you join the military you have to take an oath to support and defend the constitution against all enemies foreign and domestic so when you're proposing bills like an anti-photoshop law you're you're really tearing at the very fabric of our constitution in my opinion yeah the truth in advertising act of 2014 or the anti-photoshop act was introduced into the u.s house of representatives early this year by a florida republican along with leave it to florida jesus christ along with two democrats one of california and one of florida If enacted, the bill will empower the Federal Trade Commission to regulate and reduce the use of photographed of photoshopped images in media. Quote, the Truth in Advertising Act has already sparked more awareness of the need to address the unrealistic body image often promulgated by advertisers. Federal Trade Commission officials would also be charged with reporting to Congress on the use of photoshopped pictures, quote, altered to change the physical characteristics of bodies and faces of people appearing in advertising or other media. The commission would also have to develop a plan to reduce the use of altered photographs and blueprint a mechanism for regulating digital picture editing across industry media. As International Business Times put it, quote, making a model look too thin or her skin too flawless may soon be a violation of federal standards. That's just crazy to me. So what if they wanted to make her plumper or her skin ruddier? Then that's okay. So they have to establish a a standard of beauty. The government would be establishing a standard of beauty by which they would have to regulate these type of things, which is completely fucking bullshit because as the adage, the old timeless adage goes, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's just thin because it says, quote, altered to change the physical characteristics of bodies and faces of people appearing in advertising or other media. So maybe it's just changing it at all. Well, but then they go on to explain it as the skin being more flawless and blah, blah, blah. It's, 
it's cl clear what the motive of this legislation is. We, we know what it is. And it's, it's complete bullshit. For one, that is an art. Putting up a magazine cover, it's an art form. So they're fucking with the First Amendment. This would never fly. I mean, they, th this is the problem I have with legislation like this. One, just the, the, legislation, the legislation on its face. But two, the fact that they're going to, they're going to try to get, a, get this passed, and let's say they get it passed, they're going to pass legislation knowing it's going to be challenged in the court and immediately struck down. So we're wasting millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars with, a, with the legislative and judicial process knowing that this is not going to fucking work anyway. Yeah, and I get that, you know, photoshopping can get a little crazy with what they do. But you know what? Just... It's, listen, it's not up to the government to do the policing. It's up to the parents. When you're in line at Albertson with your kid and your, your daughter's looking at that magazine, you want to make sure she knows, hey, you know what? Mariah Carey doesn't look like that. Hey, you know what? Miranda Kerr doesn't look like that. Her boobs aren't that big. Her waist isn't that thin. It's, it's these, it's up to the parents. That's where the responsibility lies. Yeah. Certainly not the government. And then <laughs> what's, uh, what's the other one? Selfies with tigers may soon be illegal in New York. Who knew selfies with tigers were a thing? <laughs> Who knew that they were a big enough problem to create legislation to try to eradicate this massive problem. State legislators in both houses have passed a bill banning people from posing for photos while hugging, patting, or otherwise touching tigers in New York State. Manhattan Assemblywoman Linda Rosenthal explained that she introduced the legislation to increase safety at traveling circuses and county fairs that allow the public to get up close and personal with big cats. The Upper West Side Democrat acknowledges proudly that the bill would also destroy a trend now prevalent among users of dating apps, men snuggling with tigers in reckless attempts to look brave or cuddly, or even implausibly both in their dating file pro photos on online services like Tinder and OkCupid. Quote, they can still pose with bears and monkeys, the assemblywoman said. They just have to take big cats off their list. So they, monkeys and what? Bears. Oh, monkeys and bears. Because apparently bears aren't... I don't know who they're hurting. Is there is there someone being hurt by these morons taking pictures with tigers? Well, I looked for maybe like several maulings that happened in the article that were referenced. Right, right. I didn't see anything like that. So you could also get mauled by a bear, though. So if they're going to ban tigers, it You seems can get like... mauled by a fucking monkey. Yeah, monkeys are mean. I think I think a chimpanzee can squat like fifteen hundred pounds. Yikes! An adult chimpanzee can tear a man limb from fucking limb. They're strong as shit. So there's a danger with any wild animal. But here's the problem: it's there's a New York City, and actually the person who introduced this legislation, this Rosenthal, she's from the upper of uh, the Upper West Side of Manhattan, and she. There's this New York City kind of thing with the banning sodas of a certain size and banning trans fat and certain oils to be things cooked in. There's a very prevalent movement in New York, this, this nanny state type of thing where the government wants to take control and take care of everyone. Oh, we're going to take care of. And this is just part and parcel with that, that we're going to outlaw taking a selfie with a tiger. How would they even... 
it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like I, at I, the local circus and fairs, they're going to have cops on hand just to like issue tickets whenever they see someone taking a selfie with a tiger. I, I don't know. It's it's ludicrous in my mind. This is a person. What's her name? Leslie Rosenthal. Linda Rosenthal. Linda Rosenthal. This is a woman who needs to be voted out of office. She's wasting precious time and resources on bullshit that doesn't matter. Maybe she was spurned by some tiger selfie guy on OkCupid and now she's bitter. I don't know, but it's it's completely fucking ludicrous that they're going to waste New York taxpayer dollars forwarding this type of bullshit legislation that does not fucking matter. Yeah. So Jenny McCarthy is in the news again. Ugh, yeah, she is. You may have seen her blue e-cigs ad on the TV. I know I saw it a couple of times. Yeah. And it's very interesting. The ad was taken down recently. Well, didn't they, the, the, the president or the CEO of that company actually testified before Congress and got grilled. And wasn't it taken down very shortly after that? Yes. But it, it it's, listen, I'm not going to. I'm not, this isn't even a, what I'm getting ready to say is not an indictment and it's not a statement against blue e-cigs at all because I don't give a fuck. If you're an adult and you want to put questionable substances into your body, which I believe e-cigs are because no one knows what the fuck kind of result, what kind of impact it's going to have short, medium or long term, we don't know yet. But if you're stupid enough to do that, then fucking knock it out. Do your thing, you know? it's survival of the fittest if you're dumb enough to do something that kills you then it was meant to happen because you're the weakest among us yeah so she was she's in the news right now because people are criticizing her for her anti-vaccine views and her apparent pro e-cig views and it just kind of seems it's it's hypocritical yeah exactly what it is and well i tell you what here Here's the the e-cig ad with her in it. I want you to listen to this clip knowing all that you know about her, that we've talked about her, all the clips we've previously played relative to her wanting to ban (laughs) vaccine. She's anti-vax. She is an anti-vaccine mom. She blames even the, the Autism Foundation, Autism Speaks, they do not claim that vaccines cause autism, and she still does. And she is so against the toxins, the toxins, the toxins. And this is a commercial she starred in for e-cigs. You know, I love being single, but here's what I don't love. A kiss that tastes like an ashtray. Blech. I'm Jenny McCarthy, and I finally found a smarter alternative to cigarettes. Blue e-cigs. Blue satisfies me. I get to have a blue without the guilt because there's only vapor, not tobacco smoke. That means no ash, no odor, which also means I don't get the stink eye from others. Also, it doesn't make my hair smell, my teeth turn yellow. You get the idea. That's why I am in love with blue e-cigs. Now that I've switched to blue, I feel better about myself. And I feel free to have one almost anywhere. When I'm driving, at home, watching TV, or when I'm in the club. And no going outside in the rain or freezing my butt off just to take a puff can whip out my blue and not worry about scaring that special someone away. You know what I'm saying? Finally, with blue, I took back my freedom. 
Yeah, so she's concerned about the toxins in vaccines, and vaccines have been proven to be safe again and again right. and again Absolutely. in numerous scientific studies and in numerous literature all over the place from various journals. But apparently nicotine is good to go. And not just nicotine. There's several other chemicals that you're taking into your body, into your lungs, to go directly into your bloodstream. Yeah, e-cigs may be tobacco-free and smoke-free, but they still have nicotine and they still have several other additives in them. Right. So, Well, and, and not, not even to mention that nic nicotine is a highly addictive substance. So she's... She's a, a complete and uttered fucking hypocrite. Yeah, and and like you said, you know, these haven't been out that long, so there's no long-term studies on the impact that these will have, but I mean it's it's nicotine. Well, no. It's and this isn't any indictment of that that industry, but because it's the city of LA and they're almost as knee-jerk and stupid as New York City, they just banned the use of e-cig in indoors and different places. So, yeah, I liked what Politico had to say about this. Yeah, fuck, it was a very hard-hitting. Whoever, we need to give credit to the author because they fucking rocked it. Laura McCann of Politico said, McCarthy is the celebrity face of two campaigns. One that stops kids from getting vaccinated, and another that health advocates argue tells them smoking electronic cigarettes is cool. Together, they threaten to unwind two of the most significant public health achievements of the past 50 years the near eradication of the most deadly childhood diseases, and the drop-off in kids trying nicotine. Very telling and super powerful that she's, she's playing both sides of the fence. One she's making money for, and the other, you know, it really makes me wonder, and this is complete speculation on my part, but it really makes me wonder to try to follow the money and see if she's benefiting other than profiting from her books that she's written, and I'm sure she's made money, but it makes me wonder if she's making money from the other campaign, from the from the anti-vax thing. Yeah, a medical doctor quoted in this article, George Benjamin, it says, we are right now in an anti-government mood. All opponents have to do is say freedom, and then there's a herd mentality. They are afraid they're going to have something taken away from them. We always have to have science-based. These other folks don't have the evidence. So it's, you know, what he's saying is true. There's, there is a very anti-government mood. We sure. don't want to trust what the government's saying. You know, that's what most of these anti-vax people and like Monsanto people, they're very anti-government, don't want to believe what the government has to say. Well, is Jenny McCarthy your best answer? No, I think what he said there was good. Now, to a degree, because I do believe that a, a hesitant um, approach where it relates to listening to what the government says is is healthy and it's good, but science isn't in league with anyone. Science is in league with the facts. Science is aligned with only the truth or what is known to be factually the truth through data and research and good science. It's not teamed up with the government. It's certainly not teamed up with with any other interest other than trying to find the truth. So uh, he, what he said was good. Although I get the vibe that he's trying to lessen the the paranoia about the shitty government because <laughs> in a lot of cases, the government is shitty. Yeah. So, but science is not. They're trying to get to the bottom of it and give you 
the straight scoop. So here we are. We're going to wrap it up with what we think is the most ridiculous item of the week. The sexy mugshot guy. Sexy mugshot guy. Yeah, Jeremy Meeks, a.k.a. Dreamy McMugshot, is a bad guy, just so everyone knows. A fucking very bad guy. But everyone was commenting on his picture that went viral on Facebook uh, from the Stockton Police Department Facebook page. The photo has been liked 94,522 times. God damn. It has been shared 12,322 times. And there are right now, you know, 25,000 comments, a little over 25,000 comments. Many of them from crazy women. Yeah. Women saying, lock me up and throw me in with him. I don't care what he did. I'm, they're looking for some felon D, I think is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) OMG, yes, perfect pick. He's got neck tattoos. He's got a face tattoo of a teardrop on his eye, of course. Yeah, yeah. And he has uh, he has neck tattoos. I don't know if Jesse just mentioned yeah, that. I know I, you did. I'm just saying it again yeah. for emphasis. <laughs> he has neck tattoos, everybody. He, he also, he also, I've seen him photoshopped into like Calvin Klein type ads where they've got his face like in a suit, like, his, you know, his neck coming out of a suit, t- uh, the, a shirt and a suit and... It's ridiculous seeing the reaction of women who know that one is a criminal, but this guy is a terrible, he has weapons charges. He has terrorism charges, not terrorism like Al Qaeda, but like street terrorism. Well, he's 30 years old and he was charged in 2002 with robbery and corporal injury to a child. Mm, Good guy. He allegedly jumped a 16 year old and beat him to a pulp. He pled and was sentenced to two years in a California prison. He is affiliated with a criminal street gang, and that's a felony in the, California. The, the North Side Crips or some bullshit the like North that? The North Side Gangster Crips, apparently. Mm. Which he, is, he, so he's also wildly intelligent Yeah, if he's in, affiliated with a gang. That's he, great. He served his time and moved to Spokane area of Spokane, Washington. Washington. Yeah, in Spoke 2007. Compton. Spokanistan. Yeah, in 2007, <laughs> he was charged with identity theft and resisting arrest. And according to the legal documents, he was in a sporting goods store and tried to steal a package of pellets when security guards saw him. And he screamed, I'll F you up. And he got pepper sprayed. Nice. So then he was convicted and served time. Apparently, they are taking care of biz. And now he faces in Spokane. Yeah, now he faces weapons charges and street terrorism. Like street terrorism. That's right. Yeah. So great guy that uh, that thousands of women are fawning over, like he's some kind of a a dreamboat when he's just a filthy, dirty criminal. Yeah. Quote: Yes, he is sexy, fine, eye candy with dreamy eyes. Mm, that is good. So, what the fuck is wrong with people? I guess that's yeah, the ultimate he's, question. He's also a felon. Yeah. So he can't vote. He can't own a gun. <laughs> he even he can't even get a decent job because any place isn't going to hire someone with violent past or theft on their record. Yeah. So, have at him, ladies. I think everyone is, not everyone, I think some women are impressed by the bad boy thing, but the bad boy thing 
is like maybe fun to think about. It's not fun to deal with. Yeah. And fuck, looking at me? this guy, this would just be a disaster. I mean, nightmare. It's, it's a disaster. Yeah. And once you're like through that phase of thinking that's cute, you can look at this and be like, no. Yeah. You mean once you have the word teen out of your age? Yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of these women don't. They they are older than that. Yes. And they are still behaving as though they are teeny boppers. Fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's a bummer. Some people, Brittany, are a bummer. Indeed. Yeah. So we are we are going to wrap this up. Next the next episode, we're going to have a special guest in studio, and then the following episode we, is going to be a very special episode. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. So, uh make sure that you tune in uh on this next Wednesday episode and then a week from today. It'll be very, very entertaining. I guess that's uh, I guess that's about it. Just uh, we have to mention a couple things: six five seven four six four seventy six zero nine, and of course, www.dollamore.com. Please, if you'd like to show your support for the show and you're gonna spend your money there anyway, drop by the Amazon.com link at the top. Oh, you know what I didn't mention at all. I put a contact link at the top of the top right of the page. It says contact Jesse or Brittany. And if you'd like to get a hold of us, that's all of our bullshit right there. We'd be happy to. There's a couple of goofy pictures of us. And we'd be happy to uh, interact with you there through whatever means that you choose to communicate with us. Um, but then back to the dollarmore.com Amazon thing. If you're going to buy a book, if you're going to buy a toaster, fucking... Do it there if you're going to spend your money anyway. We would really appreciate the support, just as we appreciate you listening to the twice-weekly bullshit that we spew. People could maybe even get a toothbrush cover. Oh, you could. You could buy a toothbrush cover to eliminate the poo particles, mm -hmm. or as Brittany would call them... Poop flakes. Poop flakes. <laughs> So there it is, episode 32 in the hopper. For Brittany Page, I am Jesse Dollamore, and this has been I Doubt It. You just thought I have a dirty butthole. Okay, I for sure think you have a dirty butthole.